0: Welcome to the Future of Everything podcast with world-renowned futurist and best-selling author, Nick Webb. In this episode, Nick will share the big future trends that are impacting your organization in the areas of innovation, emerging technologies, leadership, and the rapidly changing workplace. Get ready to see the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Webb. Hi, this is Nick Webb, and welcome to episode two Remember that our first 24 episodes are the 24 success tips for 2024. Again, this is episode two. As you may recall, the first episode was Get Clear. And in that episode, I talked about the importance of clarity. And I more specifically talked about the importance of getting clear across the three dimensions of clarity, which include the dimension of the marketscape, the dimension of your internal culture. And lastly, your own personal sense of self awareness. These are the three dimensions of lucidity. And I talk about these in great detail in my best selling book, Lucid Leadership. Also, I'd like to point out before I go any farther that the average podcast is about an hour. I take deep research from our Trend GPS uh, methodologies and from my own personal research, and I Bring them to these podcasts with the idea of giving you high levels of content density, high levels of actionability, and high levels of novelty. So in other words, I take an hour's worth of content, strip away the non-meat fillers, and give you 15 minutes of actionable stuff that you can apply immediately in your career, in your enterprise, even your startup. Okay, so let's get started. This episode is about happiness. Now, why would I give happiness the second highest level of priority in this series of 24 podcasts? Well, you have to begin with getting clear. You have to understand kind of where you are on the map. And that's why I made Clarity and Getting Clear the number one episode. This episode is number two, because the institutionalization, the weaponization, if you will, of all things success comes from the state of happiness. And I I think I can prove that as I continue on with this podcast. Now, the first thing that I'd like to point out is that it turns out the urban legends that billionaires and multimillionaires are far more happy than the individual that has a car, a job, and a home turns out to be statistically wrong. Millionaires and billionaires are not happier. Money will not solve your problems. It also turns out, if you go down the list of fame and attractiveness and all of these things that people believe will make them ultra happy, turns out it doesn't. There are very poor people that are very happy. And I can tell you, as a management consultant working with some of the top brands in the world and lots and lots of executives, there's lots of very wealthy, very esteemed executives that are miserable. They're working on wife number three. They're disconnected with their children. And at the end of the day, most people don't respect them. So look, happiness is attainable and it isn't by way of wealth, fame, attractiveness, job title, or anything else. It literally is actually a decision that we have to make. And once we make the decision, and I'm going to show you how to do that today, then we can begin the journey of being happy. Now, I know it's hard to believe. I mean, it was hard for me when I started writing my book, Happy Work, and my book, Heyday How to Make Every Day the Best Day of Your Life. It, it was really hard for me to believe that this was actually a thing that you could. Choose to be happy, then why are there so many miserable people? I think the answer is they don't know that they can choose. Okay, and then there is one other thing I should probably get out of the way. My my uh, daughter, my uh, middle daughter, is a paramedic. Her job's miserable. I mean, she's dealing with really, really. She spends a lot of time where she works uh, dealing with homeless population. They're abusive to her. Uh, She doesn't make a ton of money. Uh, The job hours are ridiculous. I mean, there's not much about that job that would make me anything other than just really, really miserable. But it's what she loves to do. She loves to have the daily impact. She called me the other day because she delivered a baby in the Taco Bell parking lot, right? That's what I call happy but hard. It's okay for things to have headwinds and resistance and contrast. If the purpose and the mission is greater than the pain, then you win. So it doesn't have to be easy to be happy. Everything that we do that's meaningful is hard, but it's a difference between what we call eustress, which is a positive state of stress, and de-stress, which is a destructive form of stress. Okay, so let's talk about how you get happy. Number one, think about this for a moment. Close your eyes if you're not driving. And ask yourself when I arise in the morning and I put my feet down on the floor from the bed, am I really saying to myself, I can't wait to engage this mission that matters? Wow, that's a pretty big question. Do you believe in the mission? Do you believe in your mission? The research shows that individuals that really don't like their mission or don't believe in their mission or don't see the impact to others with their mission are not happy. The good news is, if the mission's bad, and we've all been involved in bad missions, we can move to a better mission. Everything that I've done in my career has been insanely hard. People ask me, but Nick, why did you invent 40 patented products? I have no idea, but I will tell you that those patented products invented me back. It's the pain of creating and launching technologies to the market that made me who I am. The motivational speaker, Jim Rome, famously said, try to be a millionaire, not for the million dollars, but for who you will become in the process of chasing that million dollars. Everything that we do that is hard is part of our personal evolution. And once we metabolize that reality, we can go, yeah, this is fun. It's hard as heck. I wanted to be a keynote speaker 30 years ago. It's literally taking me decades to get to the point where I could actually do it predictably and make a great living. Statistically, they say the number one fear for humans is not death, it's the fear of public speaking. But I chose that because that was my mission. That was my mission. And I got to tell you, all these years later, I've traveled the world. I've been able to address some of the most amazing audiences. my, My family's traveled the world with me, the people I've met, the journeys I've been on. It was hard, but it was beautiful, and it's made me who I am today. So you have to believe in your mission. The second point that I'd like to make in your journey to happiness is that every day you have to make certain that whatever your mission is, is also part of your own self-evolution. Now, when we look at employee happiness, we realize that employees that are happy love the mission, they believe in the mission, they see surgical linkage between who they are, who they identify as, you know, what they really believe in, in a core level, And what they get to do every day. That linkage is so important to happiness. They also know that their job is part of their own personal self-evolution. That's so critical. So once you've gotten clear about whether or not you believe in your mission, and I hope you do, but if you don't, don't be afraid to change it. The second question you have to ask yourself, is my career, is my work, is my life evolutionary? As the amazing metaphysician Covey says, every day, in every way, I'm getting better. In every day, every way, are you getting better? Because happiness is about self-evolution and the process of obtaining a meaningful mission. Lastly, and not leastly, it's so important that your mission and your self-evolution is part of the process of positively impacting others. That's it. That's it. Every day, in every way, I'm getting better. In the process of a mission that I believe in, that's connected to who I am, in the service of others. Now, a couple tips about happiness. Stop doing things that make you unhappy. (laughs) Stop being with people who make you unhappy. Go on a digital diet and stop watching people demonstrate their fake lives on Instagram. Stop scrolling through LinkedIn and listening to people posture about their big ideas. This is just chatter. Don't even turn on your phone or get it in front of you until you get to work and look at it quickly and set it down. We are too connected and yet disconnected. So one of the things that has created dystopia in the world today is content hyper-ubiquity. Content hyper-ubiquity means that there's way, way, way too much stuff coming at us every single day. And most of it, really the overwhelming majority of it, just doesn't matter. Get to a state of peace where you are very, very jealous about the way in which you manage your time. Nobody gets to get in your head. You live a peaceful and thoughtful existence by stepping away the noise that causes all of the problems associated with constant stress of digital hyper complexity and ubiquity of content. It's a really big problem. All right. Well, listen, I hope that this gives you some insights on how to get happy. Also, I'd love to send you a free copy of my real book, not an ebook, my real book, Heyday, to kind of give you some more background. I always feel like I love the fact that I'm keeping my podcast down to less than 15 minutes. But I also know that in brevity comes incompleteness sometimes. And I want to make sure you've got all of the tools that you need to get happy. So I'd love to give you a free copy. I actually wrote that book to give it away free. We do have print copies of it, and it is available uh, uh, through book retailers, but I, I can send you a digital copy as one of my listeners. Okay. Well, there you go. That's uh, episode number two. Episode number one, get clear. Episode number two, get happy. Remember that as leaders, when we get happy, we lead happy teams. And When we commit to happiness and we make happiness an actual priority, we're able to attract mission-critical talent. We're able to drive retention. We're able to significantly improve productivity. We can improve presenteeism. We can improve return on human capital. We can significantly, as much as 60% percent improve return on stated strategic priorities. This isn't just good stuff for you, and it is, it's good stuff for your organization. So please, please, trust me. Just the other day, I had the chance of addressing one of the most prestigious organizations in the world, the Mayo Clinic. I trained 74,000 employees on the principles of joy and happiness. The best organizations in the world, the best leaders in the world are making happiness a strategic and enterprise priority. We're actually bolting on happiness strategies to our organizational strategies, and it's beautiful. The other thing that we're doing right now is we're using human experience innovation, HXI, human experience innovation, as a way to use collaborative ideation and innovation pipeline management. I know, lots of buzzwords here today, sorry, Uh, that really do actually institutionalize happiness. And the reason I just rattle off a bunch of you know, consultant jargon is I want to point out the fact that this just isn't some lofty concept, which most people think happiness is. It is the ultimate, ultimate strategy for 2024 and beyond. Hey, listen, I hope you subscribe to my podcast today. I think we're going to keep this under just 14 minutes. And uh, I gave you an hour's worth of content and 14 minutes that I hope you can apply. We're going to get copies of best-selling books to you to be able to support what I provided today. So I hope that you realize what a great resource this is for you. Now in future podcasts, I am going to have guests on the first 24. It's going to be these monologues where I'm providing you, you know, lots of really good tips. And then we're going to start bringing some experts in to start uh, uh, talking about other future trends that will impact you uh, in the near future. Thanks again for listening. And please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You have been listening to the Future of Everything podcast with best-selling author and keynote speaker, Nick Webb. To continue getting hard-hitting, powerful insights, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. To learn more about Nick's consulting or speaking services, please visit Nick's website at nickwebb.com.